0: Hello, beautiful souls. How are you? I hope everyone's radiant and doing amazing. I wanted to chime in for a bit. So, today's topic is going to be about grief. Honestly, I did this podcast over and over, and for some reason it wasn't uploading. And it was during the morning. I said, you know what? Maybe I just need to be more active activated to deliver this podcast. So hopefully this pulls through. And if not, I'm not, that means it's not meant to be. (laughs) I'm not trying it over again. (laughs) So here we go. Um, I was inspired to do this podcast episode regarding grief because there has been a lot of grief around me. Um, and I personally has, have handled grief in my life. Um, The two major, major impacts was my brother that passed away back in 1996 um, and my grandmother passing away in 2014. See, grief is something so sensitive but so powerful and so beautiful at the same time. And at the moment, we don't see that. And at the moment, I couldn't even see that until... A magical thing happens where there's a space of divine that connects of the grief, the passing away, the death, the transition, the new birth and another transition, however you want to label it. So when dealing with grief and, and why I did this topic was because, um, my grandmother who passed away, her sister actually passed away yesterday. And I wanted to share a story. My cousin has been, which was his grandmother, he's been grieving, grieving, yeah. And for for men, a lot of men, it's hard for them to express themselves and to be in motion and emotions and, and tap into the emotions and cry. Um, the way some cultures are and some how societies built like real men don't cry and all these things when it's so important that we do face our emotions and we do release them and we if we need to cry cry it's beautiful it's cleansing it's refreshing I know for me when I get a good cry in I feel so so amazing afterwards just like whoa I needed that uh, and there's a difference between crying and, and staying in a state of depression. Now, there's, that's something that is, you know, there's energy that needs to be shifted if you're in a state of depression. But crying, you know, it is relevant for us to cry, you know. It's part of this spiritual being having a human experience. I really wanted to share this story with you. Um, I don't think I've ever touched this topic um, of how impactful um, death Um, occurred when I had to deal with my grandmother's death and how was I going to handle her death and you're never ready it's kind of like when you have a baby you're never really ready like when are you really ready and the same concept with death we are never really ready right you don't really think about it you're just like oh my gosh you know I came to realize and the beautiful part about it is I was able to witness everything, like just a whole way of how the soul and the spirit and the energy and just the being transitions from physical form in a beautiful, vibrant way. So I'm going to use the story of my grandmother who was and is. <laughs> An amazing soul. Like her energy was just phenomenal. Like a woman of all kinds, like of just overall such an organic, powerful woman. I think that's where I get my, um, that push from my grandmother. Um, and especially my ancestors. But so my grandmother was this amazing lady growing in here on earth plane right um, as she grew older she started having dementia and I was so close to with my grandmother I loved my grandmother too forever I love my grandmother so much and she meant so much to me she just her ways of being really showed me of the nurturing and the you know I really really picked that up from my grandmother as well my mom as well my dad as well too <laughs> And my stepmom, very nurturing. I have a lot of nurturing people around me that, you know, they do it in a tough way, but beautiful ways of of just being genuine, true nurturers. But my grandmother was a really big impact in my life of who I am today. And let's just move forward. Fast forward to when my grandmother had dementia. Mind you, she knew me growing up, you know, like. me and her were so close I would call back in the days you know the calling cards to Dominican Republic and talk to her and beautiful ways of connecting always with my grandmother and from that right like the physical way of just being totally healthy no issues you know just living life to the max of your beautiful ways and cultivating and just being with my grandmother from that to a woman that who doesn't even know who I am and at a point in my life I just it was so hurtful because she detached from me and that's when I learned how to, to learn and I'm still learning of detachment of how important it is um, because I know mentally so the mental form the body she didn't know who I was but I know in spirit she knew exactly we were always connected because she is I and I is she. And I wanted to some way, like, I couldn't figure out. I would FaceTime her all the time. Let me fast forward to the story because you're like, hurry up, get to the story. Okay. So I would FaceTime her because she lived in New York and uh, with my aunt. And then the only way she could know me, and I, she didn't know who I was, but she could remember me when I FaceTimed her, which was every day, um, was by showing her my teeth <laughs> and my smile. She knew me as a girl with the big teeth and the big smile. And I did not care. I I loved the fact that, man, because of these big teeth, she knows who I am. And it was, it sounds so silly, but it meant the world to me. The fact that even if it was something so simple as my big teeth and my big smile, um, she remembered me that way. And that was... Her her physical way of knowing who I was, but in spirit, I knew exactly. She knew who exactly. We were always connected, and you know, those moments of FaceTiming her while she was in New York and I'm in Miami. The only way to communicate was that, and she was able to have comfortable conversations and open up, and then actually start remembering little bits here and there. But the more we connect, the more they connect. It wasn't fully blown, but she'll she'll speak about things that are that do happen and that are you know um, that are kind of having her to remember who I am, and that was the beautiful part about it. And to what does this have to do with grief? Okay, it's so you can understand the transition from the physical self, right? And we think we me and I and me and I, nothing's yours and nothing's mine and nothing's anything, not even our own body's promised to us. Same way that my grandmother's mind, her brain wasn't even promised to her. That from one minute to another, now she has not, you know, eventually start growing dementia. And it's something so serious, so heartbreaking. And there's so much grief just within that. So anybody that has dealt with a family member or, or dementia symptoms, they totally understand where I'm coming from and it's heartbreaking and it's sad and it's just emotions, right? But it's part of life on how the body operates and the why the body does what it does. And that's why it's important that we go within our bodies to do our best to understand the body because we're spiritual beings having a human experience, Right? So that happens. So we fast forward back and fast forward now to December two thousand fourteen, right? So we're in the month and my grandma she did not eat for she she got sick, really sick, with an infection in her throat, um, that she didn't eat for a whole month. Things started getting really intense. Um, I started feeling depressed. I was going I was just the more we FaceTime, the more she looked deteriorating and not herself and just that woman that was just so powerful was slowly, physically just flowing away and I was crying like, no, my grandma, no, I didn't want to let go and the more I saw her, the more I was in pain and creating suffering for myself with the fact that I know that Death is part of life, but I didn't want to accept it. But yet here's someone I love with my heart, and I was allowing her to suffer because of my selfishness of not letting go. Now listen clear, here's where, here's where the message is from this episode: December 10th, it was already a, it was already a month going on back and forth. My grandmother was in the hospital, in hospice already. She didn't eat for a whole month. We didn't know how she was surviving. Like, how is she, she was in really bad conditions. And a really bad, it's kind of like she was waiting for something. No one knew how she was surviving. And everybody's like, well, well I don't know how she's still alive. Like, she's still here. She's, her heart was still strong. Like, everything was strong. And, um, she, she, December 10th was, the doctors were already like, okay, you know, things be prepared soon, any day she's, you know, she's not looking so well. She hasn't eaten. So we knew it was already close. And then, you know, during those times of griefing and, and when someone in the family is transitioning, um, things can get hectic. You know, like family feuds start creating. Now people that you didn't haven't spoken to forever now are popped up in your life, and now there's drama of what to do and what and do you pull pull the plug? Do you don't? So it was just a lot, a lot, a lot, and I was so overwhelmed. And I was working late nights because that was um, peak season for work, and that's in November. So that was in December. So um, I was really, really, really overwhelmed until December 10th came and I got home from work eight o'clock I can remember it like it was yesterday I got home at 8 p.m. and I remember going in going into to my apartment drained tired I was so exhausted mentally physically spiritually I was done and I had a candle in the kitchen and I was praying for hope for healing for my grandmother But I knew her spirit was gone already. I knew it, I just didn't want to accept it. Until December 10th when I walked into that kitchen to that lit candle and I broke down crying like I've never cried in my life. I mean, I've cried like that before, but it was a while. But it was a cry from the soul. Like, I think if it was a call for God, God really, or the universe really understood me while I really tapped into a place of surrendering where it was so beautiful the fact that now I can see exactly what I did was what I had to do for my grandmother to no longer suffer. So I broke down in the kitchen crying and I started yelling, take her, take her already. I, I command you to take her, take her already. I." And, and then I started saying I'm sorry to myself and I started apologizing to my grandmother for being selfish of holding on and and keeping you no know, having I'm gonna hold on I'm gonna hold on and I said I am so sorry because here I am I see you suffering and I know your spirits already gone like I knew it because I could always feel your spirit but physically you was not here and physically, I was watching you transition, which was now like beautiful because I was able to see the whole from A to Z. Well, not A to Z because I didn't see my grandmother born, but <laughs> the whole thing from my A to Z of my birth, um, me being alive to when she departed, transitioned to another her state of being, and the minute I surrendered. And I completely surrendered. I was okay with it. That day, I actually healed. I healed with letting go someone I love so deeply. Oh, my gosh. And someone that nurtured me and took care of me and was always supportive and and helpful towards me. And just being there as a great, amazing grandmother. And... that's ballsy like that now I look at it and I'm like I am so glad I did what I did so when I went to the kitchen and I surrendered the point of this story with grief is when you surrender and you manifest it out loud to the universe the soul that needs to receive it will receive it and the universe will connect the deliverer the receiver and the universe and create and manifest and so that was done i created that you know why because it was a whole month it was a whole month december 10th is when i decided to surrender December 11th the next day I'm at work I get a call exactly at 10am my grandmother passed away and I didn't break down crying I just held my heart and I said thank you God thank you grandmother and I just I was crying but I was crying of tears of healing of, of confirmation that knowing that it's real <laughs> like this is real like it's real the minute you surrender and you let go and allow the universe and everyone you allow you allow everyone's journey and accept everyone's journey and their path and this thing called life it is so healing because I was watching my grandmother suffer I was suffering. So we're create, I'm, I was creating suffering. That's all I was creating. I was not creating healing. Me lighting up the candle with the Bible and in her picture was not actually creating healing. It was creating suffering because I was not accessing to let go, to surrender. And the main message was to surrender. So that very same wisdom inside of me that got home at 8 o'clock at night and threw myself on the floor crying, that's exactly which was my, the dark side that I didn't want to face. And sometimes we have to face those dark sides and surrender and just say, you know what? I forgive myself. I'm sorry for being so selfish on letting go and holding on and not letting go, especially when it's a transition that you're ready for. Like my grandmother was ready. She was done. She was been done. But because the spirit knows what's important, I feel as my grandmother knew that she was not going to go to her transition until I confirmed that. And through the confirmation of her death was a fact that I was so connected with her that when she depart was because I confirmed. It was like, okay, she gave me the okay, I'm gonna go now. She accepts it, and the thing is that if I wouldn't have accepted, I think today I would be traumatized and not healed. So the minute you surrender, and it also creates an imbalance in the chakra because now that was trauma. It would have been trauma. But if you approach it a different way, your reaction is how you create trauma or you create healing. And in that aspect, I created healing without even knowing, without even tapping into trying to heal. But it was just so... The soul knows automatically how to heal itself. The body knows. The spirit knows how to heal itself. But it was me surrendering. It was me surrendering. No one else but me. And that, I thank my grandmother so much because that was, that's probably the biggest lesson in my life, my grandmother's story. And from there on, spirituality kicked in like crazy. And that's how I got to where I'm at now, by knowing and having, knowing that, that is always there that access of connection is always there so I'm in Miami she passed away December 11, 2014 and now it's state of grief right we're now in the state of grieving grieving my heart wasn't heavy as much and I wasn't I was it was crazy like I thought I I was so shocked like I actually documented this I did a whole video on YouTube and everything of how I felt relief and I would have thought like as a child oh my gosh if my grandmother would pass away I would have gone nuts in contrast it was a total opposite I was really skeptical about flying to New York because I'm um, not a big flyer. I, I fear flying. I admit it. And that's something I'm working on uh, when I, you know, I got to completely surrender. But if I need to fly, I fly. And um, my grandmother, um, I just knew she was always with me. So I didn't, I, my, grand, my sister called me and told me, well, you know, we got we to go. We got to go. And if I was like so undecisive, I was undecisive. If I was going to go to my grandmother's funeral. Figure. Mind you, someone you really love, you're not going to show up to the funeral. But because of the fear, so I had to hear it, I surrendered. Now I got to face the fear. <laughs> Talk about emotions, right? Feeling it. On top of that, because I flew out, so she, she passed away the 11th, I flew out the next day, the 12th. There was not much available flights, you know, in the middle of December. So my sister tells me, in the middle of the flight, we're in the air, like, you know, thousands of feet up. By the way, this is a transfer flight, and I'm looking at her like, you know, you know I'm not fond of flight. So how long is this flight? Oh, well, four and a half hours. I wanted to... What do you do? Surrender. What did I do? Surrender, surrender, surrender. And... From Miami, we fr- we flew to Miami, then we flew to Milwaukee to get to New York. Mind you, a flight from Miami to New York is about two and a half hours, through the max. So I had to go from Miami to Milwaukee, which I've never been there, <laughs> then to New York, and I just I was just like, it was. A, it comes to a point that you're just you you completely surrender. You're like okay you know what the the fear is so irrelevant right now because it's all happening it's all happening and that happened and with that with that being done when I got to New York it was the most empowering thing for me because I did everything that I surrendered I faced fear it was just so much at once and it was so empowering now let's fast forward. Me going to my grandmother's funeral. How am I gonna re- How am I gonna react to it when When it's really in my face, not at Facetime, when I'm really facing living it. I can't explain the joy that I felt. I can't explain the the connection of like, yo, you're gone, but we're so connected. Like, oh my gosh, that was such a dope way you left, and the way you left with me, like, giving me like, yo, I'm out. Like that was the most best outro of life, like on a, like on a great album, boom, the best outro, that's how I felt, like, and I was just so, in the funeral, I was just like, man, I was so connected with her physical body, and it was beautiful, it was beautiful, the only thing is, I did get on the makeup artist on her lipstick, because my grandmother always wore red lipstick, and I was like, why does she have pink lipstick, mind you, Who does this? And I was just like, no, she has to look fabulous. her Her lips needs to be red. She wore red lipstick all the time. She's like, man, we didn't have any red lipstick. I said, well, I have some red lipstick in my purse. And she was like, well, you know, you won't be able to get it back. I said, I don't care. My grandmother needs to be flawless because she was flawless, and she is flawless. And that was just man that that whole experience, oh my gosh, just saying it in the podcast is is really cool, but living it, it was just so like, oh my God, what an experience like what a story, and the point of it and if you're if you're grieving you're probably either you cut it off or you're like actually either you cut this podcast off and you're not listening, maybe you'll listen to another time. Or maybe this gave you some type of outlook and mode of inspiring, right? Of my story, of my testimony. The fact that birth is beautiful. But surrendering and, and accepting death is is also beautiful. Especially when you have a beautiful outro. That you connect with the spirit, not with the body, but when you connect with the spirit, what does that mean? So, my my brother passed away in a very traumatic way, right? A lot of trauma. A drunk driver killed my brother while while he was riding his bicycle at nine years old. It can be pretty different depending on how, you know, the the. the the passing is right, like how the story of the passing. However, the spirit will always be, and <laughs> that is the most coolest part about life. Is that we are nothing. We, we the spirit is nothing but just there. It's just, it's just there. The same way, let's say my grandmother, if she weighed one fifty. When she, w- I don't know how much she weighed, but let's say she weighed 150. When she passed away, it was still 150. Meaning, the, tree, the true being of oneself is nothing. It's, it's weightless. And that's the most beautiful part about life. So I hope whoever listens to this, if you're having a moment, if you're going through any type of grieving or if you're in a transition or you can relate to with somebody with dementia, I really hope this touched you and inspired you in some form, format and give you a sense of peace and knowing that life is bigger than what we see as long as we surrender and forgive because at the end of the day, your soul deserves it.